0: certain that all five of the criminals were indeed dead. Rick walked to the rear of the house, then removed his hat when he saw the tableau that awaited him. A man with the tanned face and forearms of one who lived behind a plow was stretched on the ground, a faint trickle of blood still oozing from the spot on his chest where a thief's bullet had killed him. Standing over him, dry-eyed, were a woman with a lined, careworn face and two girls in their early teens who wept as they clung to their mother. Miller, Texas Rangers, ma'am, Rick called, announcing himself so he would not alarm the trio. The woman looked at him and nodded, her face blank. I'm afraid we got here too late, but those thieves won't do any more damage, not to anybody, he said. Thank God for that much, she replied in a dry, cracked voice. We'll return your stolen property to the house for you, ma'am and we'll remove the bodies of those bobcats so you won't have to look at them again. Is there anything else we can do for you? Yes, please. Like so many who lived on the frontier, the newly widowed woman was eminently practical, even in a time of great tragedy.
1: I'll be obliged to you if you'll dig a grave for my husband's body. The girls and I have no heart for it. Yes, ma'am, he murmured. You'll find shovels in the near barn,
0: she said then let her children into the house. Rick and his rangers went to work digging a grave, fashioning a crude coffin, dragging the bodies of the thieves off the property and throwing them into a gully, where the vultures soon would dispose of their remains, and then piling the stolen goods on the front porch. Rick noted absently that it was in need of paint. There were several other chores that had to be done, and then Rick tapped at the door. The woman, still dry-eyed, opened it and stood on the threshold. "'It won't make up for the loss of your husband, ma'am, but I put the thieves' horses in the big barn for you. I reckon you can get a fairly good price for them. And here are the robber's firearms, along with a purse that's filled with all the money they were carrying. Maybe all this will help tide you over.' An expression of gratitude appeared in her shocked, grief-stricken eyes. He became still more uneasy. If there was anything that upset him, it was being thanked for doing his duty.' What more can we do for you, ma'am? The woman hesitated for an instant, then said,
1: Would it be asking too much to bury my husband, please? My girls are taking it bad, but they'll accept his death as final once he's buried and they realize life must go on. That's why I hate to wait a day or so until the neighbors can gather.
0: As Rick well knew, the closest neighbors might live as far as five miles away. It's the very least we can do he said. A few minutes later, the little group assembled behind the barn where the grave had been dug. The rangers carried the farmer's coffin there, and at the widow's request, nailed it shut before her daughters came out of the house. Rick knew without being told that she wanted the girls to remember their father as he had been in life. The woman called to her daughters, and when they joined her, she placed her arms around their shoulders At a nod from their commander, the rangers lowered the coffin into the ground and began to fill the excavation. One of the girls sobbed, and for the first time tears trickled down the woman's cheeks.
1: "'Mr. Miller, you and these boys will stay to dinner.'
0: Rick became fidgety. "'We can't impose on you, ma'am.' "'Stuff and
1: nonsense,
0: Mr. Miller,' she said.
1: "'Dinner has been on the stove for hours, and if you don't eat it, I'll have to throw it out.' If there's anything that's a sin, it's wasting good food when there are folks starving all over the world.
0: It would be an insult to refuse her hospitality, so he agreed to stay. An enormous bowl of beef stew was placed on the kitchen table, and with it the widow served a large loaf of crusty hot bread and slabs of butter. The two young rangers ate lustily, and the teenage girls recovered sufficiently to engage them in conversation. Rick had little appetite and pushed the stew around on his plate. He could not rid himself of the thought that he was eating a meal that had been intended for a man who was now dead. I'll, um, drop in to see you whenever I'm out this way, he said at last. And if there's anything you want or need, just send word to me at headquarters. I'll either come myself, or if I'm too busy, I'll send one of the boys. He took the lead on the ride back across the open fields, his stallion settling into his customary canter. With his broad-brimmed hat shielding his pale eyes, his rifle and pistol ready for immediate use in case of need, Rick Miller looked once again like a tough-minded